0: I-35 out to radar. Hot to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Keys. back down to Texas, now we serve beans. What's up and welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection reporting to you live. Mila here.
1: And it's your boy Triple A. How are we doing today? How are we doing today? We're
0: doing great. Not great. really reporting live, but reporting great. I mean, technically
1: it's live yeah. like for us, but yeah. not necessarily for them. True, true. And I think you're lying because, like, you're doing great if you're a Chiefs fan. You're doing, eh, if you're a Mavs fan. Mm. You're doing, oh, if you're a Stars fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're doing, duh, F, if you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, talking about the Stars, um, yeah, it is kind of a, a pretty, like, woo-hoo. Because we are starting back on Friday, the 22nd, against the Nashville Predators in Dallas. So. The
1: 22nd? Yeah. So those of you who don't know, the Stars are supposed to start on the 14th. The
0: 14th, yeah. I mean, it's what, like two weeks? Two weeks. Yep. Two that weeks. That dang um, COVID protocol.
1: Mm-hmm. So who we got, uh, we got the Predators, you said, and then who we got after that. So it looks like they just picked up where the Stars schedule was was going to leave off. Yeah, absolutely. They, they're like, Hey, Panthers game ain't going to, ain't going to redo that right now. We're just going to pick up where your schedule's at on this date.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty smart. I mean, I feel like that's probably the best way to do it.
1: Yeah, I would assume that probably as we get closer to the end of the year and they start to find out where teams are going to be, then they'll start to reschedule, work the playoffs Mm -hmm. that way.
0: Yeah, because we're not going to be the only team affected here.
1: Yeah, I I mean, the teams that we're supposed to play are affected mm -hmm. already.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so um, I know we talked about it in one of the last podcasts, but... um, it's gonna be like playing a couple series here. So, you know, we'll play the Predators on the 22nd, we'll play them again on the 24th, and then we'll roll right up into playing the Red Wings twice. Then yeah, just going on twice, twice. twice, Mini
1: mini game series, right? Back to back, back to back. But it's good to have the stars back. So definitely put that on your calendar. For sure. Pretty much everybody's here, too. Mm -hmm. So everybody's in Dallas. They're ready. Let's get this thing going. And At the end of the day, it gave you two extra weeks of rest. So your banged up players could get a little bit healthier.
0: And we had a lot of banged up players.
1: Yeah, I remember that list of injuries from the Stars uh, Stanley Cup final. It wasn't
0: looking too good.
1: All right. Let's go into, let's let's hit the Chiefs and then we'll dip back into COVID with the Mavs. All right. You saw the game against the Browns. What, what, What were your thoughts on it?
0: Um, anything is possible.
1: Anything is possible, indeed. <laughs> you know, uh, I was believing that. Then he threw that pick, and I was like, "Okay, Henny, <laughs> what's going on here?" <laughs> but then he saved it with the run, and I was like, "Okay, Henny is back. Henny is yeah. back." But uh, I think that's the biggest takeaway, right? Is that you survived the Mahomes injury, and the fact that look, everybody's going to say, "Hey, Mahomes, we don't know if he's going to play or not." I he's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. You got a week. Uh, there is a story from uh, the radio station in Kansas City, Carrington reported on Twitter that, hey, he passed the pro- protocols that night, um, even though they did not put him back into the game. So that tells me he's going to play. He's mm-hmm. going to pass the protocol. Now, will you get an official announcement? Mm-mm, no official announcements. Because like any good team, like any good coaching staff, you want that air of doubt. You want... Right,
0: to catch somebody off their a game.
1: Yeah, you want the Buffalo Bills to go, sure. okay... Let me go pull some Miami Dolphin tapes of uh, Haney, of Chad Hennie and see what he's got just in case. A
0: bamboozlement.
1: A bamboozlement indeed. Now the question is, let's say Mahomes doesn't play. Can the Chiefs win?
0: Maybe, but I think it's definitely harder.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure. Will they? Probably not. Anything
0: is possible.
1: Yeah, I... you. <laughs> If it, was, if it was a situation where, like, you know, you were Washington and Alex Smith was your backup quarterback, yeah, okay, you can win. But in this situation, no.
0: Look, I tell you what, we said it last time that that Cleveland Browns game was not going to be an easy one, and I suspect the same for this Bills game. Absolutely. I think this will be one of the best games of the whole season.
1: And uh, if you listened to the pit stop, we you would have known it was going to be close you would have known that hey i have some magic numbers i gotta hit if i keep the browns around 100 yards no matter what they're not gonna win i wonder who said that 150 is where they need to be mm-hmm. competitive and over 200 is where the browns were gonna win and i think you heard it here first so you know that's why i got us to the pit stop we'll have another one for the uh, buffalo bills game
0: and if you listen to the pit stop also we called patrick mahomes having a concussion simpson style Whoa, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I was about to say. To say. <laughs> That'd be a horrible, horrible thing. I'd have like magical powers. But you know what we did say? What up? They we on to the next.
1: Yeah, so if you're a Chiefs fan, that's the biggest thing, right? You're on to the next one. And on Team Run It Back, Team uh, Let's Bring Lamar Hunt Home Again. Let's stay home. Let's do it all. Let's not be down any time in this playoffs. That's the biggest thing. And did we notice how like this wasn't like last year? You didn't get down 24. You didn't get down by a million. There was no comeback in this one.
0: There was definitely, you know, we saw the mistakes and we improved on them. So that was good.
1: Yeah. And you saw Cleveland attack your biggest weakness, which was your linebacking core, that middle of the field, Mm -hmm. you know, more than about half of their. Receptions went to tight ends. There was a reason for that. And, you know, the Chiefs did a good job. They're like, hey, we're going to force Baker Mayfield to beat us. We're going to stop the run game, which is exactly what we said on the pit mm-hmm. stop, Simpson style. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish Baker would have had a better game, though. I, I do love, like that kid a lot. So it was kind of battle of the Big 12 quarterbacks, but... Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, he's got the right coach there now. Mm-hmm. You know, OBJ comes back next year.
0: It'll definitely be a solid future for him. Yeah, so, so excited to see that. I think
1: he's got a bright future. And mm-hmm. speaking of someone else with a bright future, now you now you paint a Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because there's a reason you should listen to the Pit Stop. Mm-hmm. But you've got a guy who's having his breakout year in Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. You saw him earlier in the year. The game was close. And expect another tough one here. Absolutely.
0: It's gonna be good stuff.
1: Yeah, and there is a big ravine of difference between Stefan Diggs and Javaris Landry. Sure. So I agree. Javaris is great, Stefan's better. Mm -hmm. Stefan was one of the top three receivers in the league this year. So if you want the breakdowns, if you want what to watch for, definitely watch out for the pit stop and you can find it at
0: I thirty five sports CXN.
1: Yeah, we'll post when it's ready. So please, please make sure you're following us. Now Let's talk about a little bit of depression. Um, let's talk about our Mavs. Oh yes. Losers yes. of three straight.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, COVID kind of struck.
1: Yeah. So COVID struck. So they're without five players. One came back yesterday mm-hmm. in uh, in Brunson. Um, but like you know, hey, you're still mixing, missing Maxi. You're still missing your biggest free mm-hmm. agent uh, or uh, trade in josh richardson so you're still missing these key components you're right. still missing dorian finney smith who's your best 3d guy and yeah. so you know when dorian's out you have james johnson who's playing who's not the same caliber as dorian so it, it hurts you it hurts you you need
0: a finisher though too like just these games that are being lost by so little is just ugh, it's hair pulling it's just like last year
1: yeah and you know i get it we're down multiple. We're down multiple starters, multiple big-time key contributors. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. I watched last night Golden State versus the Lakers. Clay Thompson is out for the year, and you know who won last night? Golden State. Yeah, they took out Cleveland or they took out LeBron and the Lakers. You know who made a big shot to ice it?
0: <laughs> Obviously Curry.
1: Obviously Curry. I mean. Uh, he went between the leg, between the legs, behind the back, step back, drained a three over AD.
0: That's just Steph Curry, though, you know.
1: I, I but that's my point, right? Where's that guy?
0: Luca will get there.
1: Yeah, and I, I think having KP will help him get there. Yes, I, I think, yeah,
0: I think he does need a rider with him.
1: Which you know, by the way, if you want some reasons to be hopeful for the Mavs, KP is back, but he hasn't been back with your full complement of players. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen KP and Maxi back together yet. You so know? there's still a spark of hope. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't had your your true end-of-the-game lineup. So, yes, there are problems with them being clutch. We saw it last year. But this year, we haven't seen them at their their strength. We haven't seen what their closing lineup is going to be. And if I was a betting man, I'm betting Maxie is a part – of that final minute group, you know that team that you want out on the floor because he's one of your best defenders. He's very versatile. He can hit a three, and he can make a tough shot.
0: So basically, you're saying the kitchen is on fire, but we've got a fire extinguisher ready, so the whole house doesn't catch.
1: Yeah, I'm saying you know you know that dog where it's like it's fine, it's fine. I'm giving it's one just fine. <laughs> it's
0: the dog in the with the <laughs> coffee in the room of flame Yeah, exactly. It's- a- that bad yet.
1: We're not, but if you look at it, I mean, if the season ended today, which is very early, we're not in the playoffs.
0: Uh, Okay, yeah, that's true.
1: And you would expect like, hey, with only missing, you know, with KP back, you would have expected them to handle this stretch better because Mm -hmm. it's not like you lost to like the best teams in the NBA here. You lost to Toronto, who, by the way, doesn't have any home games because they're playing in Florida. So a perennial road team, you lost to a neutral core team you lost to chicago which they're not contenders they're a young right. team and then you lost to the bucks who is a great team but you know give me <sighs> one win here
0: why did you have to re sign with them
1: I just I I don't you, you should have pulled off at least one of these. You should have beat Toronto, who's been very inept offensively. So it it hurts it hurts if you're a Madison. You gotta be searching for answers here. For sure. So it'll be interesting. And like I've been saying, you have multiple expiring deals. Mhm. I I mean, huge Tim Hardaway Junior fan.
0: Timber. He didn't
1: make a basket last night. Yeah. He has an expiring contract.
0: Did he have COVID?
1: No, no, he wasn't one of the ones with COVID. I
0: didn't think so.
1: He has an expiring contract. So he doesn't have an excuse, i.e. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, the Mavs' moves are not done. This roster, I don't think is done. I think a move is going to happen.
0: Yeah, this isn't going to be the team that you see at the end of the year. I think you've said that before, too.
1: Yeah, and, and if it I is, agree that with that, this team with everybody healthy, I'm not sure if they're a title contender. They're a contender, but when you start thinking of actual title title mm-hmm. contenders to to beat the Lakers to beat the Nets, mm-hmm. I, to I beat Milwaukee, they're not quite there yet.
0: I agree. But we'll get there.
1: Now, speaking of you know contenders, you know oh. someone who was big time in his prime. Let's talk about oh. Tiger Woods, the ultimate
0: yes ultimate contender. I was you were switching to in that. every
1: single major he was in during his mm-hmm. prime. You want to talk about this hbo documentary part one two were released we watched them what were your thoughts
0: let me preface this with i don't give a damn about golf i don't watch it i don't care for it but i love me some tiger woods one because his name is actually tiger well his middle name but yeah i i mean if there's any competitor in the world that you know he's up there with the greats for sure and Obviously, it's not a spoiler alert. We all know he had some issues with infidelity and stuff. But one of my favorite speeches of all time is his apology speech. And I think it was to his sponsors. I can't really remember. It was not in the documentary, which I was kind of bummed about. But basically, there was a little nugget in there where he said, you know, in life, it's not really what you achieve, but it's what you overcome. That's something I take with me every day that I really like. But I digress to say, holy shit growing up that is an enormous amount of pressure i'm honestly surprised he was just cheating i'm surprised he wasn't a serial killer because with that much pressure i feel like you could have killed somebody
1: i don't know if i could have survived his upbringing the way he survived his upbringing and like it makes sense why he was so robotic it made sense why he was so detached
0: dude i hope you seek therapy or you you're in therapy now or something because that's Wow, that's a lot. I mean, just the constant pressure of having to be perfect. Granted, times were different then, but still it doesn't take away from the pressure of having to perform. And then having to see your dad be a philanderer.
1: Yeah, basically his dad was in like a a, a camper or a Winnebago using it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: seriously sleeping
1: with women in between practice sessions like
0: uh, there's no way his mom didn't know about that
1: she had to know there's no way she had to know <laughs>
0: she was funny though there's this one part where they were talking about uh, his one competitor lefty she's like lefty more like hefty, hefty, I hefty, hefty. was rolling I was like, that, that is some shit that I would say, and I love it.
1: Yeah. So it, it's really cool. And we don't want to ruin too much, but it, it basically gives you the whole Tiger arc. And it ends with him winning his first major after, you know, the back surgery, after the mm-hmm. uh, divorce, after, all, after everything, like pretty much hit rock bottom. It gives you his first win after that. And that's where it ends. But where it starts is you get to see him as, as a young golfer, you know, at like maybe like three. Maybe he was two, but he was on like the Merv Griffin show as a little kid, putting and stuff. Or yeah, was
0: And good too. Yeah, really good. Dude, I'm like, what, almost 30 years old, and I can't even putt a golf ball properly?
1: I mean, putt, putt?
0: No, I can't. <laughs> did you see how well he did it?
1: He was very good, very good. It's
0: just crazy though. Like, you know, I, I know, like, as a parent, I'm not a parent of humans, but I know that, like, there's a certain point of, like, oh, I know my kid's destined for greatness and blah, 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 blah. But for his dad to see what he did see in him and just continue to cultivate and grow a champion, one part of it is absolutely amazing. And then the other part is like, damn, like you really didn't let him grow up to have a childhood. He couldn't feel the emotions that he had. He wasn't allowed to have attachments to people or things like it was very almost like a military household, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And his dad has that military background and they show Mm -hmm. Tiger, you know. When his dad passed away, he started to be involved with the Navy SEALs and all right. that kind of stuff. But it almost reminds me of like, you know, to a less abusive version of the Michael Jackson's uh, father. I was actually just thinking you know, that, You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know if they have to be that way to... Or or if they were... Would they have still been great even if the parents weren't like that? You know, it's one of those questions that you just don't know.
0: I mean, I look at Dirk Nowitzki and he had... Just a super supportive environment around him.
1: But Dirk's also like seven feet tall, though. So,
0: I mean, yeah, but still, yeah. to make it out of germany that's and true. Make that's it true. here to play, you know, like that's just that's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, it's it's very weird, and like you saw, you saw his controversies with the whole coblation thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah,
0: the coblation, the
1: coblation thing. I get where
0: you're coming from, dude, but like. I, I That's don't not what you predicated your brand upon.
1: <laughs> I see. I don't think the problem was him saying cobaltion. I think it was right before when Oprah goes, do you, do you see yourself as black? And he said, no. Uh, and no, he said it idiot. fast. It's idiot. like, you could have, you
0: could've, <laughs> yeah.
1: you could have answered that a little bit, but not just no, you know what I mean? Just wild. So, uh, you, you got to see all that. Now I will say this was not like the last dance tiger woods was not involved with this whatsoever
0: yeah which i just after seeing this documentary i don't see how he would want to be no i don't it doesn't fit his personality type mj very narcissistic everything's got to be about him he took it personally
1: what let's talk about the vegas trip with mj and the most mj thing ever uh, so Tiger and Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley are in Vegas, they're partying and Tiger goes up to MJ and goes, What do I say to these girls? MJ goes, Tell me Tiger fucking woods <laughs> <laughs> If that's not the most nj thing right. I, don't, I don't know what is
0: dude yeah it's uh, it's just it's wild i love the sports documentaries though i live for them so i'm super excited to see this also
1: they had a never before in- seen interview with rachel you could tell she was a part of this
0: oh is that what we're calling her
1: oh i just i don't want to be mean
0: hun. lay off the lip fillers damn everything uh, else you look great but those lip fillers why why why
1: I thought it was her, but it was really hard to tell it was her when she yes. first came out.
0: But other than that, she still looks great.
1: For a Gargoyle, but
0: <laughs> but and, you know, and to her to her credit, it, you know the whole the scandal is just wild because it's not like he was like oh, these are my side bitches. Like, he had, like, legitimate bonding relationships with them. And you can see where that trauma from his child had carried over because he wasn't allowed to have relationships with people. So... It's just, it's interesting that he had to basically do it in hiding almost.
1: Yeah. And, you know, she was probably the most famous of the mistresses Mm -hmm. and to a lesser extent, not near as, near as big, but she was Monica Lewinsky of the sports world, Mm. you know, like that's who she kind of was and obviously not near.
0: Yeah. And she caught a lot of bad rap for something that was, she only had a 50% part in.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the guy's decision to do that, uh, to cheat, to 4 to do all that kind of stuff. So it was... I mean, I highly recommend the documentary. Really good. Yeah. Now, before we get out of here...
0: Wait, wait. I want to say one more thing about documentaries. Do it, do it. ESPN 3430, please. Please redeem yourself from these last few because they have not been good.
1: I think the Oscar... uh, Oh, the
0: Oscar Pistorius one was horrible. That was terrible. It could have... Why did you have it in four parts? What was the necessity for that? Literally four parts. You could have done that in like two max.
1: But anyways, I digress. Anyways, before we get out of here, this wouldn't be the I-35 if we didn't cover what's going on with Dallas. Now, Ah. how would you feel if I told you today, January 19th, currently, Keller Moore is interviewing with the Philadelphia Eagles for the head coaching job?
0: No, I thought they turned down his request.
1: They did not. What? He's currently interviewing for the Philadelphia Eagle coaching job. Is he going to get it? I don't know.
0: Ah, fuck me.
1: Does he want it? I don't know. What the... F- what? How would, How do you feel about it, though?
0: Look, if he wants to go there, let him roast him. <laughs> if he, treachery. Treachery.
1: So you think... Do you do you think he's a shoein? Do you think it's his job? Do you do you think that hurts the Cowboys help the Cowboys?
0: Look, I don't give a damn about the Eagles, so I don't think it'll help them. Just like Jason Garrett going to New York didn't help them. <laughs>
1: Do you do what do you want from Kellen? Do you want Kellen to stay?
0: I mean, we offered you a contract. What the fuck else do you want? (laughs) Damn, I didn't hear about this.
1: Yeah, this might be where Jerry's got (laughs) to. This might be where Jerry's gonna have to go if he wants to keep Kellen. Go. It's your job. As soon as Mike McCarthy's gone, like there's gonna have to be a back back. Back alley agreement on this where Jerry or Steven goes, Hey, Kellen, you remember what we did with Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett was the OC. I don't want to wait that
0: long. I don't want to wait that long.
1: I don't want to wait for the season
0: (laughs) to be over.
1: So it'll be really interesting what happens there. And then. The other, other, Turn other fuck of the coin. Cozy for
0: Philly, bro. They're going to roast you alive the second you lose.
1: I'm not saying he's going to get the job. For you. I'm not saying he's getting the job. I'm saying he's interviewing. I'm just,
0: this is also me heating morning. They will throw snowballs at you and probably plenty of other things.
1: Now, what about the people who are out there saying, why don't we use Dak to get Deshaun? Oh, is what? that an upgrade? Is that the same? What no, is that for that's you? Worse. That's worse. Yes. Okay. Keep Dak. No. Keep Dak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was don't just want asking. Deshaun Watson. Just, just asking. Why? Just a question.
0: Mm, I don't like this. You, take you your like devil's this? advocate and take it somewhere else. Okay.
1: Okay. We now, are a
0: Dak team.
1: Team Dak. Team Dak. That ass up.
0: Yeah. Actually, <laughs> since we, we want to talk about funny people, um, there was this meme going around about how. Tom Brady just joined the NFC and he's already going to the NFC championship and the Cowboys haven't since 1997. Oh my God. Did anybody see Dak's comment to that? Heel. He goes, hold my crutches and then tag Zeke.
1: That was hilarious. He
0: is ready to come back. He's our quarterback. Now end of that discussion.
1: <laughs> he's your, uh, you better sign him. Will a deal get done this offseason? Yes. Okay. I, th- I think so too. I think,
0: Jerry's emotionally invested.
1: Yeah, I think by the end of the off season, the start of training camp, I think Dak Prescott will be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL per year. I hope so. Yeah, I, I definitely see that happening. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about Eric Bieniemy. Okay. Now, Is he
0: interviewing places.
1: He hasn't got. He he's he's been slightly mentioned, but it, they're saying he's not doing well in interviews. Uh, hmm. A lot of these jobs are filling up. So I don't I I don't know what's going on here. And if I'm a team and I need a an offensive guy, that as a head coach, I'm going Eric Viennemi.
0: I mean, okay, so I see what you're saying there, but maybe he's content. Maybe no. this is
1: He wants a head coaching job. How do you know? He said he wants a head coaching job. Andy Reid has pushed for him to get a head coaching job.
0: Well, maybe he wants to have Andy's job. Andy's not going to be coaching forever.
1: I don't. He might have to come back if he wants it. But the way I see it is like, what better tree is there? You can
0: see what we did with Wade
1: Phillips. All right. First of all, Wade Phillips was not successful as your head coach. And now that was Jason Garrett.
0: Andy's going for
1: a second ring right now. (laughs)
0: Jason Garrett was good for like a year and a half. After the Wade Phillips ordeal.
1: I think I think Eric B. Enemy is probably if I'm gonna shoot my shot and should I shoot my shot here? Sure, shoot or shoot. Uh, if I were to shoot my shot, I think Eric Eric B. Enemy is tied to to Deshaun Watson. I think wherever okay. Deshaun Watson ends up is where Eric B. Enemy ends up. That's what I would guess.
0: Why is that?
1: Because I think Deshaun Watson wants Eric Bieniemy. I think he's seen what's happened with Pat Mahomes. He's seen the wasted years he's had. I mean... You,
0: do you think he has that much pull, though?
1: If Houston wants to keep him, yes.
0: Also, Houston is, like, imploding.
1: They are imploding. It's they are absolutely imploding. Crazy. So the only way to do that is to keep your franchise player happy. And, I mean, you can't lose those jersey sales either. So I think if Houston keeps Deshaun Watson, I could definitely see deshaun watson and eric v team up or i could see them maybe trying to go somewhere else and be together i don't know I'm just just throwing it out there throwing it out there that's interesting you know, chew, okay. chew it up a little bit spit it out tell me what it tastes like <laughs> um, but yeah so I it'll be know. really doesn't in- taste like anything right now <laughs> it'll be really interesting to see what happens there um i could also see i could also see it happening elsewhere i could see him I I know that they're they're talking about Matt ne- Matt Nagy being safe in Chicago, but if Eric Bieniemy comes up and if they want to trade out Mitch Trubisky for Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson goes, hey, I'll come here only if Eric Bieniemy is your coach, I could see that too. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of different options here that that I could see happening.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: Yeah, just saying, not saying, but I'm saying. And the Eagles haven't hired their coach. I could see the Eagles, like, just doing interviews until Eric Bieniemy is available. And I could see the Eagles going, hey, why don't we relocate some quarterbacks? You take Carson Wentz-Houston, <laughs> we'll take Deshaun Watson.
0: Okay, why would Houston want Carson Wentz?
1: It's better than not having anybody. And... You look at what happened when Tannehill went to Tennessee. Tannehill was a failure in Miami. And it, okay, that's true. It took a new location for him to be appreciated. You know, that Philly fan base is very hard to get her, get along with. So I could see a change of scenery. And if you're. I'm, Houston, I'm just saying,
0: if I was in the NFL professional world, I wouldn't touch Philly with a 39 and a half foot
1: pole. But let me ask you a question Who's been closer to an MVP, Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson? Carson Wentz, if he didn't get hurt, would have had an MVP.
0: That's assuming a lot,
1: but assuming a little. But he's been closer than Deshaun Watson has. I'm not saying he's better or worse. I'm just saying that there are reasons to like him. And I'm saying Deshaun Watson is about to get a big contract. You know who is already locked up? Carson Wentz. You know who already has a lot of his salary already paid? Carson Wentz. So there are reasons why it would be attractive. I see. I see. But. Anyway, look out for the pit stop. Follow Mm -hmm. us at
0: I-35 Sports CXN. What day can you find the Chiefs playing who?
1: The Buffalo Bills Uh, On next Sunday? Yeah. Sunday, 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 going fishing in my Hemi-powered Ram. Does anybody else remember that commercial? What? You don't remember that? That big Hemi, uh, like the Hemi-powered Ram stuff, like when they got Hemis in their trucks, Dodge? Nope. Uh, Anyway, January 24th, (laughs) CBS, that's my Dan Rather impression, uh, at 540 Central. Chiefs, Bills, listen to the pit stop. We will get you ready for this game. It's going to be good. It's going to be close. Also, for all the Casey tailgaters, we're going to be doing a crossover with them. It's going to be out this week as well. But I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Go watch the Tiger Woods doc. See you.